The Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Got wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. You can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no Americans care about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nguyen. And quick shout out to our network, Listening Party, and Canal Street Radio. Check out those guys on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Also, if you are listening on your phones right now on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, whatever, Stitcher, please take a screenshot and post it on Instagram stories and tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod and tell us what you're wearing today. That's what I want to know. Ooh. I want to know what you're wearing right now. And yeah. Then, and put a sexy little gif on there, and then we'll, we'll retweet it, and we can be friends. Um, also, um, if you're listening on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app, don't forget to leave us a, a review. That really helps, and that and th- some of the anals have done that already. And by anals, I mean Asian, not Asian listeners. Yes. Some of the anals have done that already, and it's helped us get into some like rankings and stuff, and that's like bring up or download. So like, let's keep building this army. You know, Let's keep spreading the love. Anal army. Anal army, baby. Um, and no Patreon today because we already did that earlier. Yay. Um, so but keep giving us money. Please uh, check us out on patreon.com slash Asian that Asian pod for bonus content. And you can, I think if you donate $5 or more, you get access to bonus episodes. We have like five right now. So yeah, if you want more of this, more of this, more of this, get on there. Story of the week. This is, um, this was an interesting one. Okay. Um, do you want to tell it from your perspective or do I want to tell it from my perspective? Hold on here. Which story? It's about the knit, bro. It's about oh, the knit. The knit. Okay. The knit. My quinceanera. So. I will, I, I will, yes, it is, so, okay. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big, so, I'm sorry, it is. It's, it's one of those deal. sort of insider big deals, but also not. Okay, so, um, Fumi Abe <laughs> did yes. the Knitting Factory yes. show. Yes. Which is a super famous, it's probably, I would say, it's the most famous um, bar show. Independent bar show. Independent bar show. In New York. In New York, right? And um, it's it's super funny. It's every week. It's on Sunday at 9 o'clock. Yep, 9 o'clock. At the Knitting Factory. It's uh, where it's situated to. It's in, um, you know, in the heart of Williamsburg. So it's like real pop in there. Mm-hmm. And um, Fumi got to do it. And it is for comics who start out in New York City and, and, and whoever. It is like a, like, it is like your quinceanera. <laughs> if you get to do it. <laughs> yes. If you get to do it. Like, we all yes. sort of, like, that's a big milestone for a lot of comedians as, like, being asked to do that show. Yeah. Uh, it was started by Hannibal Burris. Yep. Yep. And now, um, and then it was uh, it was handed off to some other people, and now it's sort of, it's been handed off to some other people. Yeah. And um, it is, you know, Fumi got asked to do it, and uh, we were all, I was excited, and the Asian dude comedy scene yeah of which there's literally five of us y'all came out we all came out because we knew and like i didn't I, even ask him to uh but we did and yeah, everybody uh, came through. alexandra hodge came out too he's not even a comedian he's not even he's like a just a friend now yeah <laughs> kimmy yam came yeah and she brought her other actor friend i forgot his name yes he's uh, on that surfing show yeah he you know yeah. super hot guy super hot um, guy yeah but like all the other asian dude comics came yeah. out and uh it was cool to see and we were like we were crying a little bit <laughs> <laughs> we had little tears and we're like <laughs> finally you see us it was cool to, like there were some younger comics there that i didn't really know yes the, like some of the new open micers or whatever. yeah it's really funny because like they it's it's kind of weird because like sometimes when you know i mean you know I, I'm, I'm a nobody right so it's yeah. like sometimes i'm at an open mic or a show and people like a younger comic will come and be, oh my god you know i, I watched the, the podcast i'm like oh well yeah. i'm at an open mic with you so how successful could i yeah, be yeah 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 but it was it was cool to see man and um 
It was real nice. So, uh, and you were, of course, funny. Um, you had to go first, <laughs> which was tough. It uh, was tough. There was a table that was talking. I was a little scared. That was a weird table, and, um, and they continued to cause problems. But yeah, later, I think but it was important. I, you know, I think if I did it, too, I really, really wanted it. Of course. I really wanted it, but I didn't know the do. people who ran it. I, I know them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the other cool thing is as the show gets passed on to different generations, you like they bring up the people you came up with, right? Yes. So it's like, if I'm in charge of something, I'm going to book the people that I came up with, the people yeah. that I was in the trenches with, right? Right. So now like you see this new group of comics being booked on that show. Yep. And it's very inspiring in a way because it's like, that show seemed so far away when I first started. Yeah, and you know? yeah, when we first started, it's like, oh my gosh, we'll never, like, I'll never get on that. We'll show. never get on that. There's show. just no it's way. So like, there's like Aziz Ansari's dropping by, Michael yeah, Che's dropping by. Exactly. Like, why would I be on the exactly. show, right? And, and now yeah, it becomes more realistic. Yeah, and and now it's like, um, you know, not not to say that you should have done it earlier or whatever, but it seems like absolutely like, <laughs> you know, like people don't. I don't know if people know, but like Fumi does so much comedy. I do he, a lot of comedy. You do a lot. I and do a lot. I'm obsessed. More than most comedians and i would say most like all comedians in new york city are like hardcore like want to be comedians there mm. no there's no like hobbyist comedians in new york city right, right. where they're like oh i just kind of want to do it to be like you know just as a hobby because uh, it's uh, too expensive it's too to expensive do, yeah. it's too hard on your life it's so st it, a lot of it sucks yeah but you, a lot of com comedians do it a lot and fumi is like i would say in the top percentile one percentile of people who do <laughs> sh a lot of shows for reals I'm not trying to suck your dick here, okay? But Woo! it's like you, it's out, it's out, baby. You, d you know, you do. And at a certain point, you have done all of the other shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've done everything else. You know, I, I don't know. Are you past at any clubs? You're not. No, but not that's not really. your thing. But that's not. It is my thing. But, but you it's, go. It's, you know, you know how that works. Yeah, yeah. It's but different. you go. You do a lot of. Yeah. You got to do. You do tons of shows. And at a certain point, it was just like you have run out of shows to do. Yes, I felt like a. Uh, you ever play Pokemon? You ever, uh, yeah. You collect that. You go around collecting badges. Yes. And I felt like this was the last badge. You do. You know. But yeah. I, was, I, I was ready. You were ready. I think two years ago, if I'd done, I'd been too scared. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, when it's, I, it but intense. now it's like, I mean, of course, I was honored to be there, and like, it's yes, awesome. It's a big deal. But I also knew, like, it's not like I'm gonna do this and get famous. No, you know, I, I understood the realities of what, like, we had put it on such a pedestal. But Absolutely. at the end of the day, even like a lot of TV stuff, it's like you get one thing, and it's like. It's not like my life is gonna change no. unless I become like the main character in some new Jed Apatow film or something. Right? Right. That that's really the only scenario it's in which I my life would change. We all we I think everybody every comedian has this sort of thing where you think that you're gonna do some random bar show and yeah, yeah Judd Apatow happens to be sitting yeah. there. Like, oh, we have to sign you now. Happen and he just comes up right up to you yeah. and he goes, "Oh my gosh, actually that would be a terrible thing if Judd Apatow did that because then you have to act and you're not an actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean you are. <laughs> yeah, no, but you, know, you got to kill like no. in that thing and this yeah, is a whole yeah. other skill set all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, but uh, I mean I guess what it really m comes down to is we so f seldom in stand up comedy get recognition. You know, yeah, and there's there's very few ways to be recognized. Uh, one of them is JFL, yeah, right, yeah, and uh, one of them is the Knit. Honestly, it's, <laughs> it, it, it just means it just means that like all your other comedy friends, yeah, uh, have go. You are good enough now. That's the thing. It's like even though the Knit is just a show, it's, it's a like show. an approval of like it's just other comedians think you're funny yes. now. Other comedians and now you can go, get a, you can get up. a lot of TV stuff by not getting the comedian's approval, right? So, like, other yes. comedians think you suck, but you got a five-minute late-night spot on Fallon. Yes. That, that's happened. Oh, right? yeah. But the thing with, like, all these other shows is, like, not that it matters to anybody else who's not a comedian. It's like a, it's like a pride thing of, like, oh, I've been approved. It's, it's right? you're like, uh, you know, in the, in the mob when you become a made man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have done worn, like, a cool suit, <laughs> like, you know, like, Joe Pesci style, just like, a, hey, welcome to the knit. You know, you, yeah. you, made, you that, that's what's up. So it's, like, you have, like, a cool, like, tattoo now. Yeah. The knit. <laughs> also, I, I was just thinking about, 
I don't think there's been like an Asian dude on that show. I guess like a straight Asian dude on that show since like Shang Wang when I saw him in like 2016. Oh my god, making history over here, buddy. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, and there's really not that many of us. I know. So, so what's up? Anyways, that's what, uh, that's anyways, fun. check out the knits. Sundays. Now, now what? Now, now what are you gonna do? I, 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 I was really thinking that after you went when we went up and you did your thing. Yeah. And it's so funny because like. Literally, I think the next day you and I had to meet about the podcast, and it was yeah. just back to the. Well, now grind. I do this. Now yeah, I do this. That's true. Yes. Now speaking of Asian dudes, killing it, killing it in the biz, like me, <laughs> <laughs> much like me, much, much like how me. How dare you? Can how dare you compare yourself? <laughs> so to the guest, guests. I know. How dare you? Our guest today. We're so excited to have this guy. I can't believe he came. Also, uh, every time we get like a like <laughs> a famous person to come to the show, I'm just like, there's no way he's gonna come. Fumi has a, has a, what I has a, what I call low podcast self esteem. Yes, because I didn't even get to email him directly. I had to go through like his manager or something. Oh my and god, I was like, you're totally right. Right, so I'm like, I don't even have his number. Like, if he gets <laughs> lost, he can't contact me. So what I would love is is actually if our guest doesn't have an intern and that was just him, but he just made he just it pretended seem, like you know, like sometimes people will call me and I'm like, hello, this is Mike's secretary. And then yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on, hold that's yeah, so let funny. Me see if he's in. Yeah. yes, I'm in. Yeah, assistant at William Morris at Gmail. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, partner, you've been sitting in this bar looking at your drink for over an hour now. Clink, 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 clink. Sounds like something's bothering you. <sighs> What'd yeah. you tell me? Saddle on up and give me. It's just that, um, you know, you and I are partners, right? Yeah. We're cops. Yeah. We go out there, we arrest the bad guys. And when I, when I go home, I'm just so tired from so much justice. So much justice. So much justice in our lives. We, we stay up all night we doing justice. justice stuff, you know? And I come home and I just want to sleep. But my bed, it's so, you know the mattress when it like sinks in? Because mm-hmm. it's like so old and just crappy. Oh, I, there's two things I hate. Injustice and crappy And beds. crappy mattresses. I hate it. Yes. And it's like, <sighs> I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm a good American. You I make are. America better because I'm a good cop. You're good. You're a good cop. And and I, I deserve a hot wife and a nice bed. You do. And right now I have neither. You th- neither. <laughs> because your, your wife divorced you. Yes. And she took everything to your nice bed. Yes. Yeah, she took the mattress. I was. Uh, I've. I uh, found a lead. Yeah. A hot lead. Yeah. It's called Helix Sleep. I've heard of it. Helix Sleep has a quiz you can take in just two minutes to complete. It takes only two minutes to complete and it matches your body type, sleep preferences, to the mattress. Perfect for you. <sighs> That's what I needed. That's exactly what I needed. So, because yeah. sometimes I'm a side sleeper, sometimes I'm a hot sleeper. I, I don't know what I want, but with, I think with Helix, there's no more confusion and no more compromising on an average mattress. That's right, partner. When we're out on all night stakeouts, yes, you need to have that mattress that's going to be awarded number one best overall mattress pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired. Oh, there's so much justice in this conversation justice. right now. So just go to helixsleep.com/asian. <laughs> Take their two-minute sleep quiz. And they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Bartender. They also have a warranty. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a warranty. You can try it out. 100 nights risk-free. 100 nights of justice. justice. Risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. But you will. Helix is offering up to $125 off of all mattress orders for listeners who are seeking justice as well. At helix.com slash Asian. That's Helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash Asian for up to $125. Oh, there's nothing that gets me off than a good mattress and good old justice. Justice. Now let's get out there and fight some crime. Let's let's be non-problematic cops.
Anyways, uh, our guest today, uh, he's a uh, young hot actor from Southern California. Woo. Yes, and you may have known him as Ben Kim on the Showtime show Billions. Let's get excited. Please welcome to the show, Daniel K. Isaac. Sorry, the, the name confused me for a second there. But thank you so much for coming. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you bring, for bringing your sexy voice. Sexy voice over mm -hmm. here. Anytime. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to start this off with like, is there, you know, you had a, you just ha heard us talk about Knitting Factory, which is like a show that's been approved by other comedians, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Is there something like that in the acting world? Is there something that actors want, maybe an award, maybe it's a, pick, uh, a role, something that, a t uh, civilian may not give a shit about mm. but for actors yeah. it means especially for like a young actor who, you know you i would imagine like you had to do like tons of auditions yeah and like do all this like shit and like maybe appear in some weird like used car commercial or whatever uh -huh. and then eventually there was like one thing you're like man if i could get this then like i can even call myself an actor you know mm. is there anything like that you know what i haven't done yet but i think all new york actors want to do or maybe don't want but i think it is a merit badge to collect is doing a law and order <gasps> Ah, yeah. So we had uh, Alexander Hodge talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you know him? No. He's maybe. the hot guy on. Uh, he's a hot Asian guy on Insecure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But he was he's saying great. like that's like the the New York. Uh, I don't know uh, the badge, right? right. As which, the badge of honor. Which yeah. Law and Order would you want to do? <laughs> They're making a new one called Hate Crime, I think. What? what? Yeah. You'd yeah. be perfect. You'd be perfect. Specifically <laughs> about hate crimes. Well, not that I should want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We seem to have an issue with it in our country, so. Might Ooh, as well. wow. The hate crimes are so trendy. Yeah, oh my get, god! Let's get in mm -hmm. them. Uh, pitch me your uh, your Law and Order hate crime <laughs> character <laughs> character and arc. Go. Are you the victim? Are you the body? <laughs> oh right, right. <laughs> you could just be the body. I think yeah, I could just do that. Like we get oppressed or microaggressed so much as <gasps> oh Asian American men that there's an epidemic of us dying. Whoa! That's funny. That, hey, I don't fuck Asian guys. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Every time. <laughs> We slowly start losing limbs. <laughs> that's a good episode right there. Die. That's a good yeah. episode. I would yeah. watch that. I, yeah. I, I think see. that's like Black Mirror now, but you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. I, I want to start with your name. Yeah. Daniel K. Isaac. Mm -hmm. What kind of, what, are, are you Asian? Are you even Asian? <laughs> <laughs> did, you just, did you just trick us? What's uh -huh. happening here? Yeah, What's I did happening? it to lie to everyone. <laughs> um, when I was first joining the Actors' Equity Union, mm -hmm. which is for theater actors, um, no two people can have the same name. Yeah. <gasps> and so um, right around that time was when Lost was really huge. Mm -hmm. So Daniel Day Kim was a huge Daniel Kim, Kim name. And Word. Kim is my birth last name. But your middle name is not Day. It doesn't matter. Right. But so my middle name is Kyungmin, which is my Korean name. Yeah. And um, I had an audition once before I had to solidify my uh, acting name. And and this director was like, oh, you have every single vowel in your name. And I was like, no, I do not, because there is no O there. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then I didn't get the job. So <laughs> I was like, well, I'm going to remove that from ever happening again <laughs> uh, and keep it as a K. And I started yeah. brainstorming names for a new last name. And my mom's last name is Lee. So that was taken, too. Yeah. Mm. And um, I have no... Choi's or what are the like five Korean last yeah, names? Yeah, yeah, Song. <laughs> yeah, so they were, they were all going to be taken. Yeah. Um, and so then I just went to the drawing board with my best friends and it's just my mom and I brainstorming names. Yeah. And I had a list and my roommate and his boyfriend got drunk one day and like wrote, this one sounds like a Harry Potter character. 
This one sounds like a Bond oh. villain. This one sounds like a porn name. So then, like, that entire list went to shit. Right. <laughs> and, um, and then my other roommate, my best friend, Kendra, just, like, walked out of her room and was like, if I ever had a son, I would have wanted to name him Isaac because it means laughter in Hebrew. Oh. And I feel like that's a great name for you. And then she closed the door and, and that was it. That was, was it. I was birthed <laughs> was she, a name. Was she wearing robes? Was it <laughs> maybe <laughs> or angels or a burning yeah. bush? What yeah. is happening? <laughs> She's just got like a, a beacon of light yeah, around exactly. her. Do you confuse um, casting directors with Hold this on name? here. I would say that you confused me because I was like this whole time, I was like, okay, Got to hit him with some adoption questions. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I was ah, like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I have different adoption stories, but um, I I don't know. Your your name goes with your picture everywhere. Well, that's true. Albeit that's like true. a tiny, tiny. Sure. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone confused when they see <laughs> black hair <laughs> and smaller eyes. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, I was reading a little bit about you in the bio. Yeah. And I understand you're from Southern California. Yeah. You're, you're West Coast on, Asian. Here, Someone else on, is we, from Orange County, We've right? been doing this thing. Oh, God. Yes. So well, we already had yes. uh, Liz from uh, uh, Liz Kim. Mm-hmm. She it w- is not just from my hometown. She is from the street I live on. What? We were neighbors. What? And I was, I'm much older than her. So uh-huh. I was probably driving when she was like a fetus. But, <laughs> but uh, we were from the same town and uh-huh. the same, we're like, you know, same street. Uh-huh. So let's see how close you are. So okay. I'm from Orange County. You're okay. from Orange County. Yeah, I grew oh, up in L.A. and then Orange County. And then Orange County. Yeah. Okay. So Fullerton. Whoa, pretty yeah. close. That's yeah. close. But I did junior high in Diamond Bar. Does oh, that you went to Diamond to Bar. You? Yeah, um, I'm from Anham Hills. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that like I think Fullerton's actually Fullerton's a little closer. closer. What, yeah. what high school did you go to? Troy High School. Oh, you went to Troy? The nerdy one. Yeah. yeah. That one was ki- like, I want to do theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I think it, it's like in, in SoCal, there's like two or three like really f- famous schools for like being dorks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of them is Troy. One of them is University. Yeah. Right. That's the one. Is high school called University? It's called University. Because that's what you're supposed that's to aspire to. That's shit. There should be uh-huh. one called Harvard. Is yeah. It? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uni is it's called Uni. <laughs> It's like, oh, I went to uni and there's like tons, like uni sends like 40 kids to Berkeley and like oh my God. 10 kids to Harvard every yeah. year. It breaks all the statistics. It's yeah. insane. And yeah. Anyway. So, okay. Pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. 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 Play sports. I swam. Yeah, I did too. I feel like our schools must have competed. Oh, I'm oh sure, my I'm sure God. I swam at Troy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was not a good swim. I was a breaststroker because mm. I was a really I'm actually I'm a, I'm a terrible swimmer. Which one is breaststroke? Right. Is that the one you breathe every it's time? It's the one yeah. you're like you look like uh, a frog. Uh, yeah. I uh, yeah, 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 was yeah. also real flexible from Taekwondo, so oh. I could spread my legs really <laughs> wide. Uh-huh. And I was like a really good. So I was a really good breaststroker. Yeah. Weirdly enough, even mm. though I only just swam for like a year. And you yeah. swam too, Daniel? Yeah, I did backstroke and freestyle. See, okay, there yeah. you go. I, I was so bad. Freestyle gets you the best bod, though. Right. Freestyle. That's what yeah. my, my mom, when I was like five, we were poor, and she was still like, you're taking swimming lessons because your father's shoulders are too small. <gasps> oh, fuck. <laughs> I love so, that. So I got into swimming really early. <laughs> That's the like, reason? Get bigger shoulders than he does. I love that. Uh, I, want, I want that in that story to your, for your dad to be in the room, too. Yeah, like, yeah, hey. right, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. What the fuck? He was in the room, too. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, son, that's you don't funny. want these shoulders. Look uh-huh. at these shoulders. That's right. Right. And that's when he learned about roasting at uh-huh. age of five. <laughs> love it. <laughs> love don't it. all love Asian it. kids know roasting from their parents? From their parents. Subtle, yeah. subtle roasting. Uh-huh. And we d- very specific. We don't know that shoulder, it's roasting. Narrow no. shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, not yeah, not yeah, even yeah. anything else. Just look yeah. at these narrow shoulders. Because usually <laughs> they get you for like what you're wearing, like, you know, stupid sneakers or like that shirt doesn't match. But yeah, Asian moms go for the DNA, the biology. Things you can't change Nothing you can do. And I love that. Yeah. So she's. 
she's in the stands watching you freestyle. She's yeah. like, work those shoulders. Yeah. Yep. Roll the shoulders, yeah. roll baby. The shoulders. Roll the shoulders. Not even about winning. Not even yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stay in there. Yeah. <laughs> Stop kicking. <laughs> what the mom, fuck? Mom, it's over. No, stay in there. Right. Stay in there, Daniel. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I do. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I love. Um, did you do any other sports? Did you just swam? I did water polo too. Oh, oh yeah. you're like yeah. a hot guy. No, but I was scrawny. I was younger than everyone, so my growth spurt was too oh. you know, delayed. Mm. I was fast. That was it. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I had yeah. like no. That's strength. interesting because you just said that you know you weren't super wealthy when you were growing up. Water polo seems like a pretty just has the word expensive. polo in it. Right. Yeah, but it's an expensive too. But like this is how nerdy upkeep. Troy is. The guidance counselor was like, "Oh, you want to swim." Um, that's your six period, whatever slot. But swimming's not till the spring yes, semester. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. water polo is the fall. But yes, they were so the academically one. focused. She just scheduled me in for water polo without even knowing it. Wow. Oh, really? And so then I showed up, and the coach was like, "Well, you're here, so get in the pool." Oh that's my so god! Funny. And then I got dragged into water polo. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I read that you started acting at your church. Yeah, is that, is that true? How? Is, is that again how, is another it? mom influence? Were you a Jesus? So, <laughs> oh yeah, I was in church all through high school. Where did you play Jesus though in the play? What, oh, what did you I was play? about to play a young Jesus. Word. That was one of the last things. What yeah. is but that? Uh, what is that called? Tetelestai or whatever? Isn't there a play uh, about Jesus? I mean, the, the Bible plays. The Passion plays. I don't know. We we had the one Bible. like in our community. <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> you mean the Bible? <laughs> when people sick. read it out loud. <laughs> yeah, I think they, that's they, a play. The ring So, what 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 did you play? Um, my so my church was like a Korean American Korean mega church, <laughs> and there Love was it. like a very ambitious artiste of a theater guy wow. who wrote original plays what? to be performed at Easter and Christmas. Yo, I want wow. that. Was it not even related to religion? That would be amazing. It they was just like, like it's tangentially about, about it. So my really? first play that I did, which I'll never forget, is um. It was about a true gang in Korea that went on a mass murdering spree and then um, they were sentenced (laughs) to death and right before they died, they converted to Christianity. So the play immortalizes them by... um, Um, Whoa! I'm trying to... Ascending to heaven after they get hung. I'm trying to watch... (laughs) I'm trying to imagine watching this play and then taking the Eucharist afterwards. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah, because that's part of the goal is to be like, I'm so moved by this story. Let me come to jesus or come back to jesus oh my god so did you play one of the gang members or something? i played the lead gang member as Yo! a kid so you because he was like poor and um yeah and got beat up and teased all the time and that was the, his motivation hold on here how long, a mass murderer. how long <laughs> <laughs> i feel like there were two and a half hour events wow you know? were, was this during service no they'd be like on the weekend or you know i, I feel like we did on multiple okay. uh performances and then oh I'd, my God. You know, we'd rehearse throughout the weeks and wow I have, a, Jesus. I have a question about church uh play culture because mm-hmm. I, I don't go to church i don't think about it mm-hmm. but I, I do know this is a thing but do other actors are they aspiring actors or they're just like kids who go to the church did it make you do it how does that work this one was all adults doing it, and I was like one of two or three kids who happened to get sucked into it. You got sucked into it, so yeah. you didn't even really want to do but it. But you must have time. been like, all right, then, if you're playing the lead. Like I saw, I saw a play that just had happened at Easter or Christmas or something, and my mom was like, um, well, she'd heard this story about a pastor getting stage fright, and so she didn't want me, whatever job I pursued, but hopefully it was a pastor, oh. um, getting stage fright in front of a larger congregation. So oh. it was all with that ulterior motive. Your mom motive. is like, is like is a masterful tiger mom. Yeah, yeah, she was like trying to sculpt a super soldier mm-hmm. of some kind. You will mm-hmm. be 
outgoing right. and a huge shoulders. Right. Fantastic. And I'm on cable TV and she's like, it's not real because it's cable. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're not on Netflix. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're putting on another play. I think you'd be perfect for it. Right. Come on back home. Right, exactly. <laughs> but you, but you were a theater major in college, right? Yeah. So yeah. like, you know, you, that's interesting. A, that's interesting that your mom had a specific path for you to become a pastor. Pastor, lawyer, doctor. It was something that would require public speaking because oh. all great men are public speakers. Is that what right. your mom her. Th- said? Or, or yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, all men are pu- all good. Men I didn't know about that. I didn't know about speakers. that aspect. At that mm-hmm. aspect. Huh. Just, that's very yeah. American, I think, right? right? Asian people, I mean, Asia, Asia, I feel like a good worker is like you keep your head down, you're mm. the smartest kid in class, or you're the smartest worker at your totally. company. Yeah. Mm, interesting. That's I, I thought about being a priest for a little while. Really? And then I heard... Abstinence? That didn't bother me. Oh. That didn't bother <laughs> me. The um, I read that you had to study, like, you, basically a lot of priests basically have a PhD, in, in theology in theology right. or divinity <laughs> yeah and i was like a lot of reading fuck that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was cool with like you know you I, have to I, read the bible in like greek and yeah Hebrew and like oh and then you have to it's like equivalent of an internship you yeah. know for a long time and then you're like you take some of the vows and the, the vows are not like um, lifelong they're like for a year or something and then you have to yeah, do this other r- thing that's interesting oh it's so much work and i was like I mean, the, the Baptist thing to bother me because I was like, you know, 19. I wasn't getting laid anyways. I was yeah. like, oh, I could just keep this <laughs> you going. You gave up already? That's so funny. I was like, whatever. But then I was like, wait a minute. Reading? Mm. Wait, do they get paid a lot, pastors? Fuck no. Wait, uh, priests do not. But no. Well, sorry, no. pastors. Maybe megachurches. Maybe megachurches. Orange County has some huge megachurches. Oh, my God. Even the white ones. White ones. That wow. Crystal Cathedral. Isn't oh, that still that's going? like a famous. Yeah. yeah. That's like a place where even non-Christians will go because yeah. it's like. A spectacle? place to check out. Yeah. Wow. Also, it sounds oh, like, like Crystal Cathedral. I mean, that sounds like a strip club too. So. <laughs> this is lit. So how did how, how how did that transition go? Like, of you, you know, this is you started acting in church, right? Mm-hmm. And you had become more interested. Did you do theater in high school? I did sports first, and then my mom again wanted me to quit sports to spend my after school time working on my SATs. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 And so then I I was also singing at church, and so then I joined a choir at. Whoa. Love choir. Did qu- love it didn't it. go into the after school hours. Your, your bass? Uh-huh. I was a tenor You're then, tenor. but I'm very much a bass Yeah, you are. Now. Mike's a little, he's a little tenor. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to roast me. I don't have no idea what It's, it's a musical roast. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay. So there's this repeating theme of your like mom mm-hmm. kind of being in charge of your life. Yeah. A little bit. A yeah. little bit. Oh, no. Absolutely. How about your dad? What did, did your dad, was your dad just like, do whatever your mom wants. He, I got to work on my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're so small. <laughs> yeah. He was out of the picture when I was two or three or something. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So also when I was like changing my name, I thought, why do I have a name of someone that's not around? Oh, Whoa. that makes sense. That makes Reclaim sense. that. Yeah. Reclaim that word, space, word, bro. Word, word, mm-hmm. word. Yeah. There was a, I don't, I didn't get to watch it because it's not available, but you made this um, web series, right? Or like a pilot yeah. called According to My Mother, uh-huh. which uh, maybe you can talk a little bit about it. From what I read, it's about your ultra conservative, uber Christian, Korean immigrant single mother uh-huh. and how she does not agree with your lifestyle. That's kind of like the synopsis. Totally. And I only watched the trailer. It looks cool. I don't know where I can watch it, but is that like, was that a way for you to like rekindle some sort of like tiff with your mom because i i imagine that all this controlling did not sit well with you at a certain point right yeah i mean it was tricky as i was trying to figure out my own sense of identity and um figure out my own stuff with sexuality and on top of pursuing a career in the arts and um and i'd moved to new york because that's where i wanted to do theater Mm. and so our relationship was just on the phone Mm. and so um 
we'd have crazy conversations that, that I'd then tell my friends I was meeting or rehearsal I was going to. And um, people told me to just start writing them down. So I just made them Facebook posts to be like, you're not going to believe what crazy thing my mom just said. Yeah. Yo, Korean phone conversations are so <laughs> intense. Really? Remember... Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, uh, okay. Well, oh we went, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Brian Park. Okay, so I don't know if we can, uh, we don't have to believe his name out, but like, <laughs> we would be on a web, we would be on a shoot. Yeah. And he would just be in this like crazy, like, Who's yelling? intense mental, like, chess match with yeah. not only his mom, but also his sister, his sister who has yeah. like inherited the skill. Yeah. And it's just like, there's like all these, like, back and forth. It's, it's like watching, this is why North and South Korea can never come to <laughs> peace. <laughs> because they're on the phone and they're just like, no, your shoulders are skinny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, deploy the missiles. You know, like that's Dude, how it goes. I remember that because I remember not knowing how to help him. And I remember like how like confused he was. I don't even think he was mad. It was just, it like, it's almost like somebody just um, undermined him. It's, it's it, they like fucked up his puzzle that he was working on or whatever. Hmm. I, and, and, you know, obviously like, let, let me know if this matches because I kind of had that too, but really it's like your family, it's, they're so close to you. They know exactly what to pull to dismantle to you. like tear you uh, all down. Yeah, because like they know the insecurity you have because they put that there. You know what I'm saying? They wrote the code and, and they put a back door <laughs> yeah. in there where and they're like, okay, if we like yeah, push yeah, this yeah, button, yeah, 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 the whole yeah, thing yeah. comes apart. So that's why they like they know how to like hit you, and yeah. then mm-hmm. they know how to they know how to um, trigger you. Yes, and they know how to get you to uh, argue on the topic they want to talk about rather than the other thing. Like the real problem is that like they have some insecurity they have, but they're folk they're they've turned it on you so much that like now you can't address address that. You have to you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. if you and I were in a fight and we're fighting about what to have for lunch, but instead of talking about lunch, we're I'm just gonna talk about, you know, what a failure you are. You know? <laughs> And That's all of a so sudden, big. it's like, okay, well, I want to talk about <laughs> hot dogs or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, you're like, yeah. no, but how can you even have hot dogs when you're such a failure? It's like, damn. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So is that, was that similar to you? I mean, it was just everything, I think. Yeah, because our, our phone calls just go all over the place. And I, I just find that it's, it's verbally and mentally abusive. But yeah, for sure. Also, like, we are each other's only family. And yeah. so that was your, like, yeah. situation, right? Because yeah. you couldn't just let it go. Right. Right. There was no like, I think it's so easy, especially for white people to be like, well, I'm just not going to talk to my parents for, or I'm just going to cut them out of my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, uh, I think I'm expected to take care of my yes, mother at yes, a certain yes. point. Mm. So like, that's something. You can't just drop them, right? Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. And white people are like, retirement homes and Asians are like, what? 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 Move in. No, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, move in. yeah as soon yeah. as you have kids, I'm in there. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, so that was tricky. And then basically those Facebook posts, my friend Kathy Ann, who um, just directed the Margot Robbie spinoff movie about Harlequin. And oh, uh, shit. she uh, approached me to turn it into a short film. And then yeah. while we were doing that, she w- we were both like, let's make this a TV series instead. So hopefully that'll keep moving forward. Wow. Yeah. Did, your, did your mom know you're doing this? Oh, yeah. So we filmed at her home in Fullerton. She Whoa. like cooked for the crew. Whoa. Yeah. It was like the first time she could sort of see what you do. Yeah. And I also yeah. think like with kids who are LGBTQ plus for their parents, they have to come out again too. as like now my child is not straight. So I have to yeah. tell my own family about oh, it or yeah, my I was own say, like oh. network of people. And oh. 
<coughs> are they, is she still involved in the church? She's so she's deeply involved, and I think she changed churches. Maybe to even like keep her cover. So really? to have a what's whole her cover? That like you know, I'm a aspiring actor. So people like, so don't know her friends don't. Oh know. yeah, well now they do. It's yeah. a problem. She's like, when I Google you, my picture comes up. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop being successful. Right. Yeah. She's like, can you take that down? And I'm like, it's Google, yeah. mom. It it's so anyway. interesting how your parent, your mom, had to also kind of come out all uh, yeah well she's too. like totally in the closet about it but wow. to have a film crew and like a bunch of actors over <laughs> it was like she got to play stand-up and make fun of me the whole time yeah and everyone's laughing and she's she's like why are they laughing yeah this is how i feel yeah <laughs> and, and i'm like well this is what i'm writing about and this is what's in the yeah film. and she even made a cameo and like we shot like one master of it and she's like so we're done right and we were like, no, we have like 18 more setups in this. Yeah. And you get a close up and like there's a mid and a wide and whatever. And she just she didn't get it. But it made her appreciate and respect the art form. Sure. But um, but we lied to her and said there was no gay sex in it. And then in the trailer, there's like a millisecond of gay yeah, sex. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not watching that. So I, I read this on your bio. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to talk about it, that's totally fine. But it's that you went through gay conversion therapy. Yeah. From ages 13 to 16. Yeah. And you went voluntarily. Mm hmm. So what, tell, me, tell me more about that. Like, what, what was going on there? I mean, I grew up in the church, and I regularly attended, like, multiple times a week. And so I, whether or not they intended it, really thought um, it was a sin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I think, you know, they did intend it. It was yeah. a different time then. Yeah. And so, so I went about trying to figure out how to rectify that so that I wasn't sinning anymore. So you, you yourself also believed you were sinning? Totally. And yeah. oh my god, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Was the was the the camp associated with the church? Is that how it worked? Um, there was like a guest pastor who came and um, and like some sort of like recognition occurred. I feel, and only later would I realize that he was probably gay. Yes. Himself, okay. <gasps> for sure. Okay. Know? Yes. And yeah. so, but I didn't know. I was too naive to know that for the longest Who's, time. Thirteen is so young. Yeah. You don't even know like how people gay people act or like right. you know you know but i was a, like an overachieving asian so i was already like a sophomore in high school by or like a s- junior in high school <laughs> skip grades there. yeah <laughs> nerd yeah, yeah. <laughs> super nerd yeah. which is why i belonged at troy until <laughs> i was really like, i want to be a theater major <laughs> so um was it just like what's like the i don't know process yeah tell us is more it, about is like, it like a lot of prayer we've only seen yeah. like movies and documentaries about it but i don't yeah, right. know electrocute you or something yeah or i never on? had electroshock but it was a lot of I was joking, yeah. and oh my god, that's a holy thing? fuck. Yeah, yeah, Jesus, that really did occur. <laughs> or, you know, it yeah. still might. It's conversion therapy is not banned across the country. So right, 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 right. It's happening state by state. Fuck, yep. man. I think far too slow. And what like Western missionaries do to third world countries is a whole other oh story. Oh god, I don't want to so, go. Yeah. Um, yeah, mine was a lot of like I put therapy in air quotes because it's it. a lot of religious based therapy. Yeah. That um, that you know is there to sort of sort of reprogram. Yes what you think, what you identify as, how you feel, all in line with the Bible. And like, what kind of things would they bring up? Um, like, I guess, are they just reiterating stories from the Bible and yeah. how it's wrong? I, like, one thing I always think about is, um, like, I think all teenage cis boys should be able to 
jerk off as much as they want to and there was such shame about masturbating yes, yes. Oh. and i think that i think sex shame is the root of a lot of problems we have and yeah. toxic masculinity in general yeah. and um and how we relate with our bodies and others and so but that was a really hard one for me to be 13 yeah, yeah. and like i would have to uh, record every time i acted on an impure thing you were like you lower down in a journal yeah oh, i had like fuck. a calendar um, and so then you think of of <laughs> masturbation as sin or shame yeah. or darkness yes. Yes. and now it's just like that kid's horny teach him to use lubricant and yeah. like <laughs> I mean, close the door <laughs> you know like 13 year olds yeah. when i was 13 i was just a masturbating machine that yeah. also went to school yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. really that's what, and not like, to don't say don't do it in a public space because that's like not consensual right right yeah. exactly and like but you know. yeah pretty much you were i mean it's 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 crazy because uh, i'm not saying that you know I'm, I'm just a regular straight dude right but i feel the same thing i remember as a kid you know in the media as well as just like in church yeah and you know we're catholic so we have right. like a system of yeah. going to the priest uh-huh. and you know you were supposed to confess and do this whole thing right. and like the, you know your mind w- i remember i had a rule where i would not jerk off on sunday that was like the one rule. <laughs> <I had. laughs> I'm being good to God. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, I got yeah, you, God. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, you, God. Yeah. And I remember, I remember thinking, I was for some reason Sunday always the horniest. I was And I was like, yo, this is what's up. So I, I feel <laughs> the horniest. And, yeah, 100. <laughs> it's just, just so horny. Um, so yeah, I, I could see where you're, you know, and you know, you internalize all those things. Yeah. And, I mean, shit. Even now, I'm sure there's like some thread of that, and that's how it. Sort of how uh, I think about it. I mean, Sundays. we still talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did, was it like group therapy? Like, did you make friends there? No, I wasn't allowed to do group therapy because I was too at risk. So I was too too attracted at risk to other men. And how so did I they determine h- how at risk you were? Just like conversations. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, yeah, like where I was. Oh. Dude, what does that do to a thirteen-year-old psyche when you're already like unsure of yourself, and then mm-hmm. they tell you you're you're at risk? They yeah. t- they put you on this higher level, right. right? And then I go off to college at sixteen, and I'm like surrounded or just you know exposed to more lgbt identifying folks and and so then i come out and then i go back in the closet or i like think Mm -hmm. it's a sin again and then i come out again oh you did like a a little loop like (laughs) like a back and forth (laughs) oh my god i mean yeah i i I could totally understand what school did you go to i went to uc san diego oh dang yeah um so was there a certain point that you were just like i i you know this can't work or or you know yeah, you, you i have left, to accept to right? uh accept who i am or i yeah. mean how did how did that because that's can't ca- I mean that can't be easy right and i think especially because of the way they sort of they i mean christianity it's mm-hmm. like they couch it as like a it's like a self-control thing right you mm-hmm. know it's just like how uh you shouldn't sin by stealing or something it's like mm-hmm. the same thing mm-hmm. you know so um i mean that's obviously like a crazy mental like you know uh m- mind fuck but yeah you know, w- was there a certain breaking point or was it over a, cer- a certain amount of time you're just like, this is, you know, not sustainable or what? Yeah. I think it took time for me to like find my own sense of identity that wasn't in relation to what other people said I should feel or said I should think. And, um, but it took a lot of trial and error and yeah. a lot of internalized you know self-hatred and internalized homophobia on top of Mm. like internalized racism and Mm. all the other things we already face yep as a minority and um i feel like the last time my mom actually almost convinced me 
to um, to go back in the closet or to not be gay in large air quotes was um, I was studying abroad in London and then I flew her out to come visit me and we went traveling around Europe. So that I guess I was 18 by then. So right. around 18 was the last time her tactic, if I can call it that, was equating success with purity or it mm-hmm. she still yeah. does this. Yeah. Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I do not sin, if I am a good servant of God, if I make God happy, then I will be successful. Yes. So this metric like gets me at my workaholic core and is like is like the most vulnerable what I can did be. I, what did I just tell you? Yeah, it's the trigger point that she the knows. Trigger she point, the, <laughs> little, yeah. the line she of code. Uh-huh. You. The line, of, the code. line yeah. of code. Yeah, you put yeah. that in like, there. Oh, this is something he really wants. So if I tie it in yes. with the thing I really want yes. as a mother, you know, and it's all out of love and you know, for <laughs> no, my salvation, I mean, that's sort et cetera. of yeah, that's sort of like the crazy thing with family relationships is that like you, you know, this person is doing all these things and Mm -hmm. it is very abusive but like you love them and they love you right and that's like where this all comes from which Mm -hmm. is like you know i don't know it's not the same thing as like you know a stranger doing this and you can just like shut them out forever yeah you know because you're trying to contend with this and save this relationship or whatever yeah this this is getting super intense but (laughs) i don't know okay so you so i I think there is that mutual understanding of like love but like and again i'm just an outsider and i'm not super close with my parents but when i saw our mutual friend, our mutual Korean friend going through this. And I, he's had multiple episodes in front of me. Right. And yeah. he, says, he says the same thing. It's like, I, I can't, they're my, I love them. And yeah. and I totally get that. But it's like, when is it dude, too much? at one point, it's yeah. like, just fucking snap out of it, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I, I get that she's your mom, but like, that is not an excuse. I don't know. I'm just, again, yeah. this is my outsider perceptive and I, I'm not saying I'm right, but that's, I do feel that way sometimes when See, I do watch my friends yeah. crumble like that. Yeah. It is. It, it makes me sad. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's not a snap out of it because it is who you are. You know, this is like your role, your like relationship with this person is where you have like, it's, I mean, it's almost kind of like codependence, you know, but where does, like, does it have, have to it. be that way? Isn't that up to you? Um, yeah. it is, it is up to him and he's going through therapy and that's a huge thing yeah. toward like to be able to realize that your relationship with your parents is because when you're growing up, you just think it is how it is. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, sort yeah, like yeah. how you think your parents are right. They know it. everything yep. mm-hmm. and they know they're right mm-hmm. all the time. You just grow up thinking like that. Yeah. And you have, and it's not until later on you go, oh, they're just people too. And they're just trying to figure it out. Right. And your relationship you have with your parents is like something, it's just a given. Yeah. Right. It's just, this is how it is. Right. And so it takes a lot of work to like step out of your own mind and like look at it. Mm. And that's just the first step is like just realizing it because now you're like, well, this whole, you've had like 20 years or 30 years of this. How do you undo it? Like, yeah. how do you, how do you b- become a person that's not in this? You know, like, that's why it doesn't make sense sometimes. Cause like, you're almost like, you have to be not yourself, uh, you know, in my mind. Yeah. Well, I want to bring this up because this is also on your bio or another interview. I think it said that your Christian mom, I don't know if this is actually true, but it says she disowned you. Oh yeah. For multiple a little bit. Times. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a lot right and right i mean as a as a child i'm sure you've not done anything that dramatic back right yeah i don't know i mean m- maybe talk to me more about like what you were going through mentally there i mean have you had your ups and downs like have you had times when you're like i just can't do this anymore you know or was that not even an option for you i think um i think i have the luxury or the mindset mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being the child of an immigrant that i am very work driven and um 
have big goals in life. So that at least helped me not have um, uh, unproductive or what I call unproductive depressive tendencies. I, I never really let myself yeah. mope or grieve about it. But what I was very fortunate to have access to and still continue to do is therapy. Mm -hmm. And I, I find that that really helps give a, an outside perspective on, um, on what would be very toxic and the codependence that isn't healthy yep. and to find a perspective outside of it, recognizing where we do or where we are trying to speak our love language um, and it just isn't in mm. line with each other. Yeah. And so that helps me keep it at an arm's length if I need to or bring her in closer if I need to, but also always measuring where my sense of self and my well-being and health is yeah. and, um, and making sure I prioritize that even though we as children of immigrants are meant to or taught to or culturally bound to yep. um, think of our elders first and, yeah. Um, yeah, and balancing yeah, yeah. that as you know Asian Americans I feel like is our generation's big yeah. you're, you're very analytical I like that yeah. Yeah. you like compartmentalize different things to mm -hmm. understand oh yeah many uh, exes would say I'm great at compartmentalizing <laughs> are you, are you yeah. a Scorpio? no I'm a Sag okay, I'm a which Scorpio. should be like all fire <laughs> and crazy or something right? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about uh, so um, yeah I think that's I, um, I, I want to, you know, want to keep, keep going with this thing. I, I also I just want to quickly just talk about, obviously, you're, I think you're a, a great actor. And mm. I don't say that lightly because I feel there's so many times where, you know, there's, you know, w I'm watching something and I'm like, oh, that just seems like they are acting. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? I just saw, I've only seen one episode of Billions. Yeah. You were in it. And I had, I had also seen you in like, you know, these other projects that SJ had done. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it always feels like you're a completely different person. Even now you're sitting here, you're completely different yes. from when you were in those things. <laughs> yes. I just want to very quick, because you play like a finance analyst douchebag kind of like in <laughs> Billions. He's not, is he a douchebag in that show? I feel like he's the nicer one. He's a nicer a one. He's a nicer one, right? But uh, you had on like your little like, you know, your like tech fleece and stuff of like that. And uh -huh. I only know this because I work in Midtown and yeah. there's like tons of people like this. Yeah. And you were so like that guy. I was like, holy shit. If he just walked into my building, he could just get a job <laughs> doing that just by saying those numbers like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> How did you? How do you get ready for roles? Because I feel it's not. Mm. It it doesn't seem like you're. This, I don't. Know, this sounds weird. It doesn't seem like you're acting. It just seems like you you're just a different person each time. Yeah, because mm. you were on you were also on Jim Gaffigan's show where you play like more of a flamboyantly gay person. Yeah. And and I saw that first, <laughs> and then I saw Billions, and I was confused. Then I met you in person, <laughs> and I was like. This you're makes like, no sense. You work for the CIA, clearly. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Compartmentalized. But, but oh, is, this, is that part of the theater hardcore training is you learn to do yeah, this? Yeah, totally. I think, I think an advantage, or I call it an advantage now, is probably part of the conversion therapy training was hating an aspect of myself huh. and having to <laughs> pretend. I'm, I'm sure my therapist would love this breakthrough or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Shout sure out. Excited yes. over Just like... Um, we will bill you. There yeah. are people who have to... To code switch, I think yeah, we yeah, do yeah. it as people of color. Yeah, yeah. And so code switching already was inherent in my sort of upbringing. But um, I also went into acting because I wanted to play different people. And mm -hmm. I actually think of myself as an introvert and no one ever really believes me. Mm. Um, but, but I find I get to have a different life through other oh, characters cool. and um as a writer i i always look at the words first and so that sure. sort of helps me live in something else so the reason i bring this up is because 
I feel that you know, because there aren't a lot of Asian actors out there and stuff, and even comedians too, you know, especially in acting, it's like if someone said, "Hey, play, play a douchebag," right? Yeah. You're thinking like a white guy in your head, and that's totally fine. <laughs> but you gotta ask yourself, like, okay, like if I was, if I really had that upper game as uh-huh. an Asian person, what does an Asian finance bro look like, right? Mm-hmm. So there aren't a lot of different examples, so I always find it very inspiring, and I, I, I must be very challenging for you to, if you know, to play some of these roles because they don't, you don't even know what that looks well, like. Does that make sense? Well, I. I actually kind of think of the other way because mm. I think again because I work in Midtown and yeah. I, know, I see dudes like this all yeah. the time. Asian like no, I, I see them in real pros. life. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. I yeah. was like, I was like, that's exactly what they sound like and talk like and do and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, you know how did you get ready for that particular thing? Because it was just so like I was like, oh, this is like perfect. Mm. <laughs> do you you know? I so none of us really knew at least the majority of us that that we would continue on in our yeah, characters. Yeah, 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 I think. Yeah. So I'm very so grateful that i've lived in this role for four seasons 48 episodes or whatever but i um i waited tables for six five six years seven years in the city and one of my jobs is in the city court building um at a steakhouse in the basement so i actually Ah, i didn't realize it until later but i was interacting with finance people Yeah. yeah on the regular Dang. That I'm sure helped subconsciously. And yeah. And we had a great consultant, Turney Duff, on set for the first couple seasons. And he gave a lot of insight. And I read his book, The Buy Side. And, oh, that's you cool. know, you just, you oh, get a role you, and you, you think, how do that. I, like, yeah. like, fill out this world? Um, that's, like, the fun part for me. That's cool. Yeah. That, that's the thing, because, you know, a lot of our comedian friends do acting. Yeah. But they get hired from stand-up and so right. we can only play ourselves yeah mm. and, and we always forget that. i mean i think this is mad disrespect with actual actors we always forget that like real actors that's this is what it looks like right you right. don't you don't you can play yourself but you can also play like anything like you know mm. you can play yeah right a ceo you can play a homeless person you can play a, a high school football player right yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to learn how to do those things and as com- comics like we just walk into these auditions be like i'm just gonna be myself yeah <laughs> you know what's funny is that um i'm sure that he you could play a better me for sure, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like you like talk to, and then like I'm not even good at myself. Yeah, you know, that's why yeah, yeah. Being authentically yourself is so great too. And oh, I often God. think comics are the best dramatic actors because you sort of plumb the depths of humanity and sadness and try to find light from it. And so, yeah. you know, you see Steve Carell doing dramatic roles and think, yeah, yeah. that's heartbreaking. And oh, I see what you're saying. You know, yeah, yeah. I want to see Margaret Cho do a heavy, heavy drama. I could drama see that. And is I she going to do something? Is she still I acting? See I, I just saw her stand-up not too long ago, and I was blown away about yeah. how, how good she is. Yeah, yeah she's, she's amazing as a stand-up. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. I, I mean, stand-ups definitely were, were, like, trained to go into, if there's, like, something uncomfortable, we generally, like, jump into it rather than, like, withdraw from it. Mm-hmm. And that's a good skill to have. But then, yeah. like, once you're there to kind of – that's why I was sort of asking about your process. Yeah. Because we're okay with like going into the burning building, but then yeah. we're like, well, now what? Because now the, bird, <laughs> the building's on fire, yeah. and we're like, we don't know what to do. That's really interesting. I think yeah. it's so brave to do stand up. Because, you know, I have, I have words written for me, you know, and I oh. I get dressed in a costume, and that makes me walk differently or hold well, my posture differently. You work with Dan Soder. I love Dan And he's a, he's a fantastic comedian. He's so, he's so yeah. funny. He's so that, funny. That has been my sort of entree into comedy world is going to see <clears> his shows. Yeah. And I, I think it's so incredibly brave because i i think that would be my biggest fear is trying to stand there and and purposely be funny over a, a, a period of time 
that mm. also is like engaging intellectually, hitting top like. Uh, like <laughs> well, no, you can just do dick jokes, bro. Just <laughs> do dick jokes. Well, Dan, Dan's been much. doing it for like a very long time. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah. also like very good. You're yeah. looking, really good. you're watching one of the best comedians in yeah. New York. You know, he's I, the I best lunch buddy because he's just working on his material while you're eating. Oh, so, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Wait, I can keep chewing, and you. Wait, keep that's fucking badass that yeah. he is acting right. He's getting his name, but he's making his money. But lunch, he's writing bits. I love it. I love that. I, it's 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 super interesting, and uh, we wanted to also talk about Fumi and I. We we always joke around somewhat half joking that there's not that many Asian dude stand-ups, mm. right? We yeah. know, we pretty much know all of them, right. you know, re- like really we do. Yeah. And, um, we always wonder like, is, is there something about our upbringing that could potentially limit us? For example, like, you know, we don't grow up with like roasting culture where I'm like sitting around joking with my friends. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when I was growing up, you know, we were just, I was just like a regular boring suburban kid. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any, you know, theater training. I didn't do any of these things. Whereas I feel other cultures kind of have humor more instilled in and their, yeah. you know, in how they grow up. Yeah. And I wonder is, is there a similar thing? Do you feel sometimes that like being Asian American, your the way you grow up mm-hmm. can be, I think in your case, you turned it into a positive. Yeah. But do you think there's a, a way for that kind of way to grow up? as a uh, as a way to kind of hinder you as an actor like just by being asian are we not yeah. are we not interesting yeah you know? hmm. i think there's like a an economic and cultural duty argument in which you have parents who are immigrants who no matter what socioeconomic class they were in aspire for their children to do better than them and that is why they came to the quote-unquote promised land sure. that mm-hmm. is uh, a hot pot of mess right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> you, So you have more duty or familial obligations or hopes and dreams that are tied to the, the mm. parental unit or yeah, the yeah, family yeah. unit that I'm sure is a hindrance for taking risks in your life. And sure. to, to pursue the arts, to pursue comedy is a risk, right? There is no model of success that you take this much level of education, mm-hmm. this much time in an internship, and you're guaranteed this dollar sum for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Like we barely get health insurance sometimes, right. if yeah. that. So I'm sure that hinders it. And then what supportive network you come in either allows for it or how rebellious your spirit is. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, or like economics too of like, I think hunger drives me because I know what it's like to be hungry, but some people not having to worry about being hungry allows them the privilege to access it or, mm. or, you know, uh, yeah. Economic is, is interesting yeah. because I would argue that a lot of like Hispanic families uh, in New York, not all of them, but like a lot of, maybe they're, they're, they're not the richest people in the world, but they're having a great time outside. You know, <laughs> they're like laughing at each other and stuff. We have like the model minority myth against us. Yeah. yeah. Like the whole keep your head down, work hard. Th- I th- there's definitely that. I think there's the don't stand out mm-hmm. overall yes. theme, right? Mm-hmm. Like be part of the group. A great example of this is when I first moved here. When my mom first found out that, like, if you were better at math than somebody, they put you in a more advanced class, that's not oh. a thing in Japan. In Japan, everybody takes calculus. Everybody takes mm. geometry, right? We're all on the same level because even the stupidest guy in the class has to solve this integral or whatever. Right, that's right, the right, mentality. Right. Yeah. There's no advanced until you go to college. Then there's, like, advanced whatever. And also, there's, you can test in a better high school, blah, blah, blah. But in general, up until middle school, you don't, you don't divide people. You don't divide Everybody's you, you, you don't it's talk almost better. There's no weak link. Then exactly. You don't, you don't like together. you don't show off a student because he's better at math than somebody or whatever. Right. You, everybody's the same. 
it's mm. always it's just everybody's the same yeah. mentality and i feel like that prevents you that that i think that helps you excel in like group settings and like teamwork but that prevents you from kind of being a star mm. i guess whatever how, however mm. you want to interpret being a star is like just mm. standing out being the center of attention in a family setting in a, in a whatever setting yeah yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah 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 i think there's definitely that at play i think that's it's it's interesting because i was you know i grew up in america and i got tracked right we got i got the whole honors thing yeah. Yeah. which is hysterical yeah and um but you know to turn it to your point like it's when you get when you get tracked or, or called a smart kid mm-hmm. then you like take on the role of the smart kid right you know what i'm saying and then you know you um i mean i was like somebody who joked around i think i had that because i was really close to my sister and my sister and i were, were so, so close in age that we like you know could banter you know yeah. and that's really where i got my personality yeah. was from that right. but i could see where if you didn't have something like that you know you're 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 supposed to be a smart kid you're like in this uh you're in fucking sat two calculus class and yeah. you're not supposed to like you know and there's you know you're, you're working too much in order to like develop uh you know a personality or develop all these other things yeah you know because you're you have you have to to your point fulfill certain obligations and then your role because you've been deemed by society yeah. as like you're this thing Mm. You know, but see, that's also interesting too because there's a way to be smart and charming in the in the American way, right? Like, the s- if you think about like if like if your mom is thinking about somebody smart, mm-hmm. she has like a nerdy kid in mind. She has a, like a kid who's not going to the dance, studying all the time. That's what she thinks a smart kid is. But in America, like a smart kid looks like the Winklevoss twins. Oh. They, you can be hot, you can do sports <laughs> and be smart. That's the American way to be smart. And that's where the disconnect is. Ah. It's like, it, you can have it all, dude. But but maybe for some immigrant parents, they don't understand that because that's not, there's no like Korean Winklevoss twins back in the day, you know? <laughs> right. right? But th- th- that's, they don't understand it's a possibility. And I think some of those things kind of keep you from becoming an interesting person I Dan, guess. What, Dan, what, do you th- what do you think i think it ties into privilege and what we have access to and so i think we're the three of us are lighter skinned asian americans shout, so out, we shout out. out we have our I own privilege <laughs> that a lot like, of sunscreen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my you, mom gets so mad when I <laughs> 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 she'd be furious Jesus. at how dark i am oh my right god that's a whole other conversation <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, right? but we have our own privileges and how we operate in america and mm, the assumptions yes, yes, that yes, are yes, made yes, of yes, us yes, and that mm, that mm. we do live under the model minority myth yep, yep, and, yep, and yep. can achieve these other things and are, and you know now that's trying to be taken away from the asian american student population or, or put at a disadvantage interesting and so I, I, that may work in our favor but then I'm so interested in hearing you talk about bantering with your sister because I'm an only child. And yes. So mm. It took me the longest time to realize my adult roommate, my first adult roommate, would, whenever something funny happened on the TV, would look to me. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, why are you looking at me? The funny thing's happening on TV. Yeah. Oh, because she wants to laugh with you. She had a younger brother. And so she always yes. operated on laughing together. Yes. And I, I still don't. Oh I'm not good at that. If God. someone does that to me, I'm like, but I'm concentrating over here. <laughs> <laughs> so like, Stop looking at me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're missing the good parts. It's it's absolutely yeah. The reason why I have this personality and the I when I took I didn't I've never taken an improv class, but I understand what improv is, which which is about the game. Mm. And I knew the game because my sister and I do the game. But we just don't. Mm. We didn't realize it was called that. But like if somebody one of us were talking and one of us said something stupid, yeah, then then you run with it. We run with it. They go, oh, is that what you mean? And then she would say something, and and then we would start pulling references in, usually like anime references. Yeah, and then we would like (laughs) get really into anime, (laughs) and you know that was like all the thing. If if one day I'll have my sister on here, and with my sister and I, when we uh, get into the game. Yeah. We're like go 
like really crazy, really I far. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, that's why I have. You're like, tight with your sister. I am. One, and one more than the other, you think? Yeah, definitely more Isabel because Closer we're really close range. in age. Yeah. We're, we're only like, um, she's only one grade below me oh, okay, and okay, like, okay. you know, whatever the hell. Uh, Allie I'm close with too, but she's, uh, she's younger. So like I didn't like, you know, get to hang out with her. You know, Isabel and I were like basically the same age. And, um, and so to your point about sort of, uh, you know, w- even with your mom too, it's like our, we didn't, I don't know if we were doing it on purpose, but we always did it in front of our mom and our mom would my mom our mom would just look at us and be like what the fuck are you guys talking <laughs> about you know and she would be hard for her to follow along but she knew that we were like kind of m- being so weird and she would call right, us like funny right. names but um kind of to bring it back i am like i love my sister and we're really close and we can like do this funny thing but i've also never been in more intense fights than mm. with my sister mm. i've uh. been in like throwing chairs fights really? with my sister not at her <laughs> like, yeah. like I'm just throwing shit around yeah throwing yeah. shit yeah, around yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. so upset because we know how to hurt each other yeah so you know but that's a, that's we wrote the code for each other uh-huh. yeah and we know exactly how to hurt each other I we think we're like better than that now but well when, when you're in younger, college right? we were just like oh Dude, my but god th- I think that's a good sign I think a lot of people who are like maybe the only child would love to experience a fight right <laughs> with, her, with her sibling because it's not a yeah. serious Right. It's, not, it's, not, it's not your mom. She can't punish you. Right. Uh, you, yeah, you, yeah. you to fight as equals. Right. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's no consequence. You're just <laughs> like. <laughs> we're jumping from rooftop to rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely what She knows all my moves. That's great. That's great. And we are back with everybody's favorite segment. It is Das, das Race, Race News. News. Again, we are here with her wonderful guest. Uh, Daniel K. Isaac. Not his real last name, but doesn't <laughs> matter. He made it up. Um, today's today's yep. race news article is uh, the headline reads, Sexual Racism and Life on Tinder as an Asian Man. Now, mm. I don't like this topic because this is, I feel like when t- Asian dudes get together, that's all we talk about. We really do. But, but you know, it's I think it's worth exploring today. And, you know, we've kind of covered it from the straight angle, right? But I would love to hear more about it. I, I don't know if Daniel is currently dating or if he's on these online platforms. Um, but it, it, I just wanted to have like a larger discussion about like I guess the sexual racism and you know how to deal with it. I, I think it's really specific to online dating actually. The uh, the no Asian no Asian thing. Or whatever. Well, I think the issue is like well, there, there's sexual racism at, at large, and yeah. then there's also like the online behavior, and it's kind of hurtful sometimes when they just write like no Asian men. Or, yeah, or, you know. It's so intense that uh, you can, that that's like even a thing, I feel. Do you know? I f- you know, like, I feel usually, it, I feel like before it used to be just kind of coded. Yeah. That mm-hmm. like, oh, I get it. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, but now it's like, you can just write it on your bio along with like, <laughs> you yeah. know, loves nature, no Asian man. Well, it, right. it's, it says something about the society that they feel okay with it. Because I don't think the writer... Th- Thinks the writer is not it's like, like the, it's they're like not out to get anybody. They're like, this is how I feel. This is my food preference, right? That's oh, that's, that's how they're thinking mm-hmm. about yeah, it. Yeah, gluten you know? free, no issues. Um, <laughs> but but we, there was a I think a couple months ago we watched some video done by Joe Kim Booster, who's a hilarious stand-up comedian, and he like spoke on behalf of Grinder or something like that about oh, this topic yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, 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 yeah. in the gay community. Yeah, so I just want to kind of you know pick your brain with it. I mean, are, are you dating? Are you on Raya? As we mentioned earlier, what is that? <laughs> what is that? Raya is jokingly referred to as famous people Tinder. <gasps> yes. Oh, I've heard about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can be on it just to make social contacts or business contacts. Yeah. Too. Oh, I uh, feel I, 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 the auditioning process would hurt my feelings. You have to get referred by somebody who's already Really? Mm-hmm. Can you yeah. help me? 
Yeah. So I only have it now for when friends are like, will you approve me on Raya? So then I <gasps> go on. You get un- unlimited approvals? No, I think you're just, if someone requests you to be their recommend- Yo, recommendation you're, or whatever. You're, you're, oh, you're, the, you're the Harriet Tubman of Raya. <laughs> 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 you're like just getting POCs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Predominantly Yo, take white. us out of yeah. here. <laughs> take us out of here. This, this Tinder shit's awful. <laughs> um, wow, wow. Who got you on there? Can you say? I can't remember. That's how famous he is. Pro- yeah. No, pro- I'm sure it was some like, famous Insta Insta gaze or something. Yeah. Oh, Insta gaze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. So cool. what what has that experience been like for you? I mean, did you meet your current partner through online? No, or? I met my current at a game night. But my ex I met on OkCupid, and the ex before that I met on Scruff, which is another one of those yeah. dating apps. And the guy before that I met on the subway platform. So I feel That's like I nice. a good mix of yeah. IRL versus... Like the further back you go, the older the platform is. MySpace. <laughs> 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 uh, and then uh, at the town square. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of my good friends met his uh, husband on Craigslist. And you're Whoa. Like, Whoa. Wow. So that was before. That used to be a thing. That used to yeah. be a thing for sure. Or um, like uh, magazines, like the oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. don't exist anymore. That's a thing? I used yeah. to read those as a kid. Mm-hmm. And just like um, I was like, I was like preparing myself mentally to like to write my own. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. you know, 31 M. I don't know. There was all these codes, like all these things. Yeah. So like, you know, yeah. like. Yeah. M- and pre being able to Google them. So you're like, yeah. what does that mean? And you couldn't see shit. So it had to, you had to be real funny in like. And then what's funny too is that because uh, they have different links. You have pay by the word. <laughs> so like some dude's got like <laughs> like five words. And it's like, this guy's poor. <laughs> like, yeah. And then the one was like mad long. It's like, okay, this guy's got too much money. You know? Yeah. So that's funny. Um, so, but have you experienced anything like this on the online platform? Oh, yeah. yeah. I see friends screen cap things, you know, today just posting about casual racism online it's it's so sad and yet something that i'm sure will need it need to continue to be worked out and talked about is how people don't take responsibility for their actions the same way they do yeah. online versus yeah. in real life mm. as if they can say these what are horrible and racist things and call them preferences or yes you know um something that gets equipped uh, like uh, equal to what they like to do in their pastime yeah yeah, yeah. and so um in the gay cis gay dating platform world there's often no blacks no fats femmes or asians so that gets lumped. whoa, whoa holy and shit. so so what oftentimes what does that even mean like who, who's left just like white dudes yeah yeah <laughs> like they white dudes of a, of a certain body type obviously mm. cisgender and what that and 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 for someone to say i'm not racist that's just a preference i think negates what their biases are based on what privileges in desire and beauty at least as americans you know mm. i think a difference differs country to country but I then could you say is it like um to, is it fair to say that like you know you, you know a person should be able to or a, sh- a person needs to like 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 because we're not arguing that like you know you have to date everybody mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. do, do you think there's some sort of line there or you know w- at what point is it like is it like a race races or a preference or whatever the fuck it is yeah you know? i think that's tricky because because how can we not yeah like if this is what makes your dick hard then like that is that's your type that is yeah. something right yeah, yeah. Is something. but also um not being able to question that I think is the scary thing uh, oh. I think it should yeah. it sh- we should be able to ask um, from birth I witnessed b- 
beautiful cis white people of a certain body type on the cover of magazines, what does that do to my psyche growing up here? And how does that equate to my desire as an adult? Mm. And yeah. so it roots to what what are beauty standards, where you grow up, where what are you exposed to? And um, also, what is your own experience with beauty? And, and I went from schools where I was the only Asian to schools where I was one of, you know, 40% Asian school yeah <laughs> so like it really it changes your dynamic of how you relate and I went through phases of hating being Asian yeah like, um, the self-hatred and the like I don't want to be friends with any other Asians yeah yep. and I want to be the like one Asian the, in one. A group the chosen of, one yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the chosen one, right and then the opposite of like no this is my community and yeah, yeah this yeah. is where I feel safest and have the most empathy and how can I like continue to advocate for this community um and I think that there are difficult politics to always be negotiating, at least in America. It's yeah. I, I, when I went to China, I did a musical over there years ago, and I thought it was so mind-blowing to A, be one of yeah, yeah. millions yeah. of people on the street who look like you, and then for it not to be about what skin color you are. It, it, like A beauty standard was just like, are you hot amongst this? <laughs> <laughs> not, like, yeah. Yeah. not like, are you hot for A? Yes. Yeah. So it's, that, um, that was very mind-blowing. I think you're onto something, too, about how you say it's, you know, your, w you know, the way that you sort of have to perceive yourself because, you know, you're on there, uh, you know, you're on an app, and then you get you see something that says no Asians or, or whatever it is, no blacks or whatever, mm -hmm. then you as a person, you sort of like, you get upset, but then you also kind of like devalue yourself, you know? And I think that's what's really harmful about it. It's like you can, like a person can have a preference. Right. But then to but say Writing that, it down. Right. Is but th it's like it's sort of a different, well, it's, it's sort of a different thing to say, you know, I prefer to date this kind of person. Um, versus like i prefer to say that they, this kind of person and these other people suck yeah you know? which yeah, is really yeah, what yeah, it, yeah. the code is but it's yeah. like it's not just i prefer you're like devaluing the other person yeah and so like that there like there's another sort of dynamic and if that's sort of accepted then you uh you if you're in that target group then you go oh well everybody must think that and therefore i must be wor you know worse mm. off or what have you it's casual racism and it's violence and if you continue to ingest that like what does that do to your psyche absolutely. over time yeah. absolutely what do you think that uh in the gay community that racism is a little more amplified or do you think it's like equal i guess i mean you would never know i guess because you're not on the hmm i mean i think i can only uh, speak from my experience and so i see it you know uh prevalently because of what i do or how i walk in my day to day yeah um i think i think there's a fallacy in thinking that a minority group will then be better than oh for um, sure and so yeah so even though the lgbtq population is technically a minority yeah the heterosexual um, yeah. pool of majority um uh there there can be Trump voters in the LGBT community. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot of Asian yeah. people were, a lot of us are homophobic. Yeah. Um, a lot of us are, you know, oppressive of other people. We are oppressive of even ourselves, mm -hmm. you know. We, we right. do a great job of hurting ourselves. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> which is what the white majority wants. That's and what so, they like, want. Like, if we do all the fighting inside, yeah. then, like, they, they can just watch and, Damn. They and walk away with their privilege. So wow. Somebody brought this up on Instagram, and I thought it was interesting. There's something that we can do internally to help this help move this forward and that is like 
even when we say like quote unquote white people in this conversation, I think what we're referring to, we're not actually referring to people of European descent. We're referring to like whoever the dominant culture is right now, right? We're referring to like whoever's on top, mm. right? This conversation, mm. if, if it's happening 50 years later and somebody else is on top, maybe I, you can just replace that word with something else and it'll mm. still work, right? And this person on Instagram commented on one of our videos and she was like, why do you have to like hold white to such a standard? Like I, I never, I, I don't care about impressing white people, you know? I think even as we talk about it, we're still, our language holds the, the uh the what the white standard as the golden you know yeah, bar yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah, so yeah. even just the way we're talking about it may be kind of like reinforcing some of those things you yo know dog I mean? that's does that the, make sense mm. that's the hegemony mm. <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> I don't know what, that, what does that word mean i thought it meant churches or something hegemony is uh like the um it's like the 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 the, the, the um the dominant culture and it's uh it's so ingrained in um you're thinking that it's like impossible not to think that way. Oh, I see. I see. You know, that's yeah. kind of that's a very shitty. That's a very powerful word. It's super powerful. It sounds rad. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I, I had want some, that. Yeah, yeah, I want. I some want that. Yeah. But it's like you you can't not talk about it in terms of their power. Mm. Whatever that power is, or whatever the fuck it right, is. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, like right. I th- I'm very big into language and like for just an example, like uh, when I was watching the debate, the way they talk about universal healthcare, they make it sound like it's. Um, something they give us, right? Mm. We get it. Oh. oh, we get a privilege. Yeah. It's like because we were talking about oh, um, you know, everybody gets um, free college and and free healthcare, and mm-hmm. that's like a privilege. Yeah, yeah. like oh, you know, that that's a big. That it's um, oh, what do they call it? It's like a big, uh, like big promise or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, and it's like a funny way to. It's a funny way to talk about it. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I'm letting you live. <laughs> right, right, right. You, you know? start, start thinking about it. You're, right. you're allowed to read. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I mean, that's really what this is coming down to. Like, yeah. some people can read and some people can't read. Yeah. And some people can live and some people can't live. Yeah. And that, but the way you talk about it, that, that's, a very, that's not even hegemony because hegemony can't, be, you, you almost can't not think about it. We're like fish swimming around in the ocean. Yeah. You can't tell a fish what water is. So yeah. It's just like, this is how it is. Yeah. You know, so like, we're like that. It's like if we ever realized what hegemony is, like the whole matrix would shut down mm. and we would be like sucked out of the matrix and spit <laughs> out, you know? Um, so how are, you're dating somebody now. Mm. Who, who, who is this person? Is this a fellow actor? No, he's in renewable energy. Whoa. Mm. Yeah. That's hot. That is hot. Yeah. <laughs> that is hot. It really is. hot. Yeah. Saving the world. Right. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm awesome. like, I a- aspire to make the world a funnier or brighter or, you know entertaining <laughs> place and he's like yeah and i'm actually you know i'm actually doing wind solar panels and uh is yeah. he is he asian no he's white okay cool and i i <laughs> that that phrase like decolonize your vagina or or like how to interrogate biases and internalized racism and um and desire i i have historically dated white men longer term than I have people of color and mm. so I can admit it and see it and and wish for a better brighter future for people of color but I um I am I'm dating a white guy that's fine <laughs> that's fine <laughs> I no. want people to know that that is fine <laughs> no but but, but that's sort of what I'm we were, we, this whole thing we've been talking the he- about hegemony. the hegemony Ooh. and then the whole thing about like why you can't like fight your parents it's yeah. like you can't fight your yourself. You can't fight you know, your like wants. It's so it's so in there. Your desire is programmed. You know, it's. I wasn't. Con- I'm not in control. Yes, I mean, as much as it's that's sort of the thing that's like kind of weird about it is um, 
we put I, I generally think that in America especially we put too much faith in individual action mm. like we we believe that if we just try harder we can do it that's why that's why like nobody wants to take down rich people it's like oh well it's because you're poor because you didn't try hard enough mm. this is depressing as shit it's not supposed <laughs> to. It's not supposed to be depressing <laughs> because the first step is, to your point is you know it's happening. You know it's happening. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and you're trying to make action. You're trying to take steps to mitigate it, or if you can't mitigate it, you know, you're just too much in there. At least you know. Yeah. And right. that's like always like the first thing is like you know, know that there is a matrix. Yeah. Ma- no, I just yeah. I careful. just don't. You almost got sucked out. <laughs> <laughs> careful. Careful. <laughs> I just don't want it to be a thing where you feel guilty for dating a white person. I don't think that's good either. That's some white. No. That's some white talk. No man, <laughs> I, I think that's in your mind. <laughs> you th- is it really? Why do they all have to be bad? Have you? Okay, my thing is this. This is my whole thing. Okay, have you? Do you, you watch Rick and Morty? Sometimes. Do you remember the dog episode with the where Morty puts his, like a smart brain on a dog? Yeah, head yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then the dogs uh, take over the world. The dogs take over but the world. The, but the way the dogs are undermined at the end is because. Morty's dog Snuffles has a soft spot for Morty. So yeah, as yeah, they're yeah. taking over the world, Morty gets sick, and Snuffles spends all the dog wealth on uh, medical expenses for Morty. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. his assistant dog asks, That's right? Funny. And Sorry. the assistant, the dog assistant, and the robot goes, "Would they have done this for us?" And he goes, "No, but we are not them. Yeah, we are not them." And I feel like that's what we gotta do. <laughs> we don't have to. It's not like revenge. It's like. Yes, we've like wh- we've been wronged by white people, whatever. But like, I just feel like you gotta be like that dog. It's like uh, you're not them. Yeah, you don't doing what they do is not the answer. Mm-hmm. Right? I feel I feel that um, and I've learned this because when we had Li- Liz on here, Liz yeah. Kim, and uh, she was sort of like, she was making fun of us because um, this is like some you know like um, this is the first time men have been had had their feelings hurt. Yeah, you know yeah. like now that people are calling out men and like yeah. I'm like oh, I feel so attacked, but like women have gone through this forever right and the fact that like woman a woman is even telling me like maybe you should think about what you're doing like i feel attacked by that yeah mm-hmm. this it just shows how in the matrix i am yeah. about it yeah mm-hmm. and i always think about it as like the fact that we even are thinking let's not fuck white people yeah is <laughs> white people are like oh <gasps> <laughs> <gasps> you're not gonna fuck you know like yeah. i don't i don't they got everything. We don't have to worry about hurting them. They have all the cards. They have everything. They're, the fact that we even mention let's not fuck them mm. is like the tiny like little like pebble we threw on their like tank, you mm. know? And they're just like, oh, you threw a tank. You threw a pop a pebble at me. Yeah. You know? Oh, racism. And, uh, reverse racism with this yeah. tiny pebble. Yeah. That's just my thinking. Like, they're, I, <laughs> white people are going to be fine. <laughs> that is true. They're that gonna be true. fine. That is true. That, that's I really what it is. Go- I promise you, they're all, gonna all, be okay. Yeah. All this is, you know, we say all this to say that they're okay at the end. So, <laughs> let us have this. <laughs> <laughs> we are back again with our guest Daniel K. Isaac, and we're gonna play uh, for show. Sure. Uh, one of our favorite segments here is called Confasions. Oh, it's Confasion. a great one. Uh, Mike, why don't you explain to him what is about to happen? Ah, uh, you are First, a you Christian, a <laughs> so you understand what <laughs> confessions are. You must, you must confess. Uh, and uh, in yeah, so in, in, in that fashion, we're going to confess something that makes us a bad 
Asian. Oh, this was a Twitter thread that was so funny recently. Oh, was it? Yeah. Somebody took our idea? That's yeah. not our idea. Fuckers. That was um, our idea, dude. It was, so, yeah. What was it? Do you remember one of them? Do you remember any of the good ones? There was like, I think um, Bo and Yang was like, I don't like hot pot. And oh, that was really <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. People were like confessing not taking their shoes off. <gasps> or, I've done, I've done that. I've or done saying, that. this one made me laugh because I'm lactose intolerant. And someone was like, I'm not lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not Wait, when did this tweet happen? Because we got to get we gotta get that copyright money, baby. <laughs> a week or two ago. <laughs> Damn it. This like, shit was ours. Oh, I, I, I kind of remember the uh the What do they call it though? One. There's no way they call it a confasion. That's a great name. I can't remember what they call it. I remember the Bowen Bowen one because it was because about the hot pot and I got so I got so triggered. How dare you? Um, <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, my, uh, I think I've even said this one before, but whatever, we're just getting the ball rolling. So uh, my SAT verbal score mm. is higher than my SAT math score. Mm. In fact, I, I can at will, as a, back when I was an SAT teacher, I could at will score 800. Like I would, at will, at will. I could Damn. just, I, I, like, I knew every, it was almost like I knew every trick. I knew every trick. And yeah, I was like, I, I know exactly. The reason uh, I, I've told this story before, I took the diplomatic, the U.S., State Department exam to become a diplomat. Yeah. And I didn't study, um, but I passed because one of the sections is essentially an SAT verbal. Mm. Wow. And, uh, and with like a little bit of GRE thrown when in. When you say there. verbal, are you talking about critical reading? Did we have different sections? Because um, we're wait, how, What was your SAT score um, like the Out highest of, possible? Yeah, it was, yeah, you had the 2400 one, right? 24, yeah, yeah, and 24. we're at 1600. So I was at 16, but, oh. I, but I was an SAT teacher when they had the verbal. Oh, okay. So I go, took, go, go, but okay. it was, it's the same. I think I swear to God, it's the same fucking company. But um, it's the same question. It's all a hoax. It's all a hoax. And oh, it's okay. all, it's all, there's like essentially, I shall, I'll, I'll do a podcast about it. There was, there's essentially <laughs> eight uh, grammar um I don't want to say techniques. Tech the things they yeah. test you on, yeah. like certain like things. Yeah. Uh, one of them is uh, everyone. So everyone is singular, and nobody ever gets that. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> they always say everyone is they. Yeah. So um. Anyways, that's uh. The, I was so good at verbal. I yeah. pat. I almost became a diplomat. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast Woo! wouldn't have existed. Oh my god! You better watch out, bro. I take it easy, bro. <laughs> on that verbal score. <laughs> I got that hot verbal score, but Yo, my math score was always so bad. Down. I could like I could get like a six fifty. I, I I remember I, there was like a bunch of you know up until like question yeah. number twenty, yeah. and then it started getting mad harder, and I was like, "Fuck this." Um, what about you, Daniel? You got anything? I was just trying to think of that. Um, I don't turn red when I drink. Word. Whoa, me too. Yeah. Yay! We don't have those. We have we have the right proteins <coughs> or whatever, I right? I've got the inferior proteins. Protein. Damn. Yeah, chain. it doesn't happen to all Asian people. Doesn't. Um, no. It doesn't. It kind of happens to my wife, I guess. So yeah. So you can drink a lot. But it doesn't happen to my sister. Weirdly enough, I drink okay. Yeah. My mom sent me off to college, being like, "I'm not worried about this. I drank a lot before I became a Christian." What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, is your wait mom, a second. Is your <laughs> mom? Is your mom single still, or is she? Yeah, not? she's sing she's married to Jesus. Ah, ah the ultimate D. Mm -hmm. Yes. But yes, she's yes, in yes, Fullerton. Yes. If anyone wants to date her, she's. 73 and she just fixed her central air so oh shit air, con know, air conditioning, air conditioning? I'm in. and korean food <laughs> <laughs> she's a great cook yo swipe right on that uh -huh. Uh -huh. nice <laughs>
Watch Billions. It's Check on out Billions. Check out Billions on Showtime. Showtime. There's the other two on Comedy Central. It's really fun. Woo-woo. You're on that? And yeah. The other two, I gotta check that out. I heard that's actually... Wait, I just read about that. I heard it's amazing. It's really, really Who hilarious. Who are you in it? Um, I play a love interest to the young, the brother. Okay. Yeah, Drew okay, Tarver's character. Um, um, yeah, Instagram at Daniel K. Isaac. Website, DanielKIsaac.com. It's I-S-A-A-C. That's my only pet peeve in life is people misspelling Isaac. Isaac A-A-C is more common. Yeah, right. It's in the Bible. Get it right. <laughs> is it, uh, is it, would it be really annoying for me to ask you to hit me with a little of your Billions character? Like, oh, like what he's about or? Like, do d- him? Do him. <laughs> just because I, I just, I get tickled by it. Tickled. I, I guess I, I wouldn't know where to start. I would need like uh, Like a little setup? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how about this? Just, um, you know, uh, like, I don't know if this is enough. Um, like, you know, you got to order a bunch of coffees and I'm a barista. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> hey, what's up? Welcome to Starbucks. What, what can I get for you? Hi. Uh, could I please have an, an oat milk uh, flat white? <laughs> and um, is that cookie gluten free? <laughs> uh, sure. I'll take a bag of those, please. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you get that vest from? (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. That was nice. Love it. That was Mike's one wish for this podcast. This is we're not even recording really. He just wanted you to see that. Yeah, yeah. That that. was the whole thing. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at Asian Not Asian Pod, and you can also find me on there at the Fumi Abe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. And you can find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. Definitely check out our Patreon page at Patreon.com/slash Asian Not Asian Pod for bonus episodes. And if you're listening on your Apple Podcast app, please leave a review. It really, really helps. And did you did you talk about Hack City? Hack City. Um, I don't know when this is coming out. I think in the next two weeks. If you're not okay if it's still august the, the august show is august 14th 8 p.m here at canal street market 265 canal street if it's not august then the next one is september uh 18th same time same place and then if you're not if it comes out after that which it will not but just in case if you can't make the september the october one is october 16th they're all wednesdays 8 p.m right here at canal street market you can see where we record and come say hi to us man come say hi. we, we, we love, love talking to our fans, to our fans. we love talking love to Reynolds. so um Great. I think that wraps it up. Daniel, thank you so much thank for coming so in. Much. This is such an enlightening conversation. Great. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. This episode of Asian Not Asian is presented in partnership with Listening Party. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market.